This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Today is Valentine's Day. Big shout out to Vicky's roommate that made these uh, heart-shaped uh, jammy Dodgers that if Sarah was here, I wouldn't have been able to have any. But because Sarah <laughs> isn't here, I had See? my fair share of them. Jammy Dodger. Jammy Dodger. Yeah. I can't even say it. I had no idea what that was. I don't even know. That. I was like, that's pajamas? It's a, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what we call them in America, but they're, they're because they call them biscuits in, in, in England, cookies or biscuits. Mm. And it's basically two cookies that have jelly oh. in the middle of it. And um, so she made the. I don't know what we call them in America, but these heart shaped jammy Dodgers are great. No, yeah, I just Google it, and you're, that's exactly what we're looking at. I just when I saw that, I was like, oh, they look like cookie scones. Like, yes, they look like a scone version of a cookie. I learned about it uh, way back in the day on Doctor Who because one of the doctors, the Matt Smith doctor, the guy who's playing, of course, the crazy Targaryen in the latest House of the Dragon, uh, Matt Smith. Uh, that was his thing. He always loved jammy Dodgers. I just said there's obvious. <laughs> you go on Google, and someone already searched what we're talking. About and it says, What are Jamie Dodgers called in America? <laughs> Linzer cookies. Okay, oh, okay. I like Jamie Dodger better. Jamie yeah. Dodger sounds way more awesome. It like, does. if you say, Would you like a Jamie Dodger? I'm like, I don't even know what that means, and I'm not here to king shame, but yes, let's what? go. Yeah, <laughs> hello, would you like a Jamie Dodger? I feel more in love because of these jammy Dodgers. Makes me think of Peppa Pig for some reason. Yeah, Dodgers. Oh, makes sense. Uh, Jammy Dodger. It sounds like a great character on Peppa Pig. Would you like a Peppy Dodger? Jammy Dodger. Yeah. Jammy Dodger. Okay. He said Peppy Dodger. What is happening? Jammy Dodger. I don't know. I got the. What is going on? Somebody's having a. Somebody's having an episode. A Jimmy Jonga. Okay. Jimmy Jonga. A Jimmy Jonga. Jimmy Jonga. I would love a Jimmy Jonga. So today is Valentine's Day. Billboard. You know those guys are. They've been rating music and songs yes. forever. Uh, they're the ones who put together like the list of the number one songs. They put together a list of the best pop punk love songs. Why? Well, because Danny was crying, and so they thought, well, for Valentine's Day, let's make him happy. Do what better f- 
genre of music. I mean, obviously, there's other genres that do love songs, but for, for in our world, like in being a fan of rock music, yeah. I feel like pop punk is probably the one that's going to be going down the love song. Even though they're sugary, like poppy songs, but they're, they're all about like love lost or I love this girl, I love this boy or whatever it is. Well, and especially for yeah, for this day and age, because I feel like you could argue like light, like the whole lighters in the air station on Odyssey. That's a great one for like the seventies. Yeah, but like for two thousands kids like us, it's like we need we need some like. Uh, emotional songs. So here yeah, you know. or for somebody who is in his forties and for some reason just related to pop punk, who knows why it yeah. happens. That yeah. would have been me. Uh, this one, of course, is the number one. And uh, Steve, you're right. I am very happy about this. Good. I love that song. Thank you. Thank you, Steve, for recognizing God, Unbelievable. You have such disrespect. Also, I love I that song. I said it was a good song. For the greatest singer current. Even now, the she's greatest. still amazing. My well, old band, we covered that song once. Did you really? really? It was like a cover night, and I can't remember why. I think it was like, do a song, bad songs, cover night, or something like that, and we picked that one. It's a great <laughs> tune. I mean, the lyrically speaking... Yeah, I, I, don't even. No. Oh, yes. This, I mean, it was great right. and fantastic lyrics when I heard it the very first time in that whole eighth grade year. Mm. Well, when I, I was 13. You can't talk lyrics about a song that spells skater, SK8, letter 8. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you eight. kidding me? Really? T-E-R-B-O-I. That's, that's why it's amazing. S-K-8-E-R-B-O-I. <laughs> Avril knows what's up. That's some deep. And by the way, yeah, her look... Good. I know. See, look, I know as a 40 year old guy, it was creepy as all hell, but I love the skater. It's even look. creepier as a six year old guy, but go on. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, no, I got the job. All right. Yeah. I might have been, I mean, I hope I was in my late 30s at least, yeah. or mid to late 30s when that song came, came out. Came out in 2002. Oh, yeah. crap. I was 42. That's not good. Yeah, dude. That would yeah, just pump that's, the brakes. That's not good. Well, I'm sorry. She just looked really, I mean, she looked amazing. I like that. I love that skater look. Even though I'm not a skater, I love the skater style. I and dressed I that you. way for years until people said, dude, you're too old you can't be doing this anymore and i mean yeah right yeah, he was a skater boy she said see you later boy he wasn't good enough for her <laughs> poetry that dude poetry. those are some lyrics here's right the there. thing it, it, here yeah, they the are problem with his baggy clothes yes Deep. she and she's pregnant going to the front row of the show see everybody she says you know he, he she he liked him i get it she liked him and he was like not good enough for her and then avril ended up meeting the guy and they they're writing yeah. a song about her because she's a loser and now yeah, she's right. hanging with the oh, guy banging the song, BJ. Now he's a The lyrics yeah. are not exactly. Uh, I love those. Now lyrics. he's a superstar slamming on his guitar. Yeah. Does your pretty face see what he's worth? She was a skater. Okay, are we, we going to put up any other pop punk band and say, "Oh, it's brilliant compared"? I mean, that was a good. Don't get song. so defensive. You're the one who went on and said these are some great lyrics. They are good lyrics. They're terrible lyrics. Oh <laughs> my god, this is this is sacrilege. Also, I mean, the, the, the Avril Lavigne. It's tell, it tells a great story about a dude who's not noticed by the average I, woman. The story's fine. That's the lyrics what I'm saying. Are stupid. Yeah, well, that's I agree with Steve on this one. Oh, I'm sorry. He said, but, "See you later, boy." I'm I will, sorry. I will say, "See you later, boy." To all you douches. <laughs> I will okay. say that this is the number one love song. Yes, That's it not is. not the number one. For no. pop punk, no. it is. Not For at all. Pop punk, not at all. I, I even argue, I don't even know if this is pop punk, but I mean, it's like wannabe pop punk. What's that? That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I never put Avril Lavigne in the pop punk world. I felt like she was just pop. I yeah, I agree. I think but that she's nowadays, totally punk. The lines are so. She's a wannabe punk. Yeah. Oh my god! She's this is this, made punk. This, this is sacra friggin' lidge. <laughs> well, oh my I said, god! See you later, boy. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, here's number two okay. again. This is the top five pop punk love songs for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I can't even be in a room with these blasphemers. But here we go. God, I love this. I'm still into you. Emo Anthem, man. Yeah. I bet this is very popular at Emo Night. Oh, yeah. If you've ever spent any time on TikTok, you have heard the song. It's everywhere. I forgot about this song. i got to put this in my playlist. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Haley, Haley Williams. Haley Williams? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a big fan of hers. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. And she's and still... She was over the age of 20, so, yeah. you know, it wasn't as weird. They just how old was Avril when she was a, 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 doing those songs? Was like she? 16, 17? Was yeah. she? Oh, yeah. that's so, horrible. Yeah. I'm yeah. so sorry. She's I thought she was in her 20s. Now. It's all right. The authorities are waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right, Steve. I should be arrested. My bad. All right. Well, I'm going to add this. I got to add this song to my list. Paramore. Yeah. I was yeah. never a huge Paramore fan, but I th- there were a few. And that, what they're back together, I think that's like a big deal, right? They just released a new album, their that's first album is. in five years. Yeah, and it's it's but it's very not pop punk. Well, that's so funny. People are going crazy about it. It's the first album in five years, making it sound like they haven't been together for like 20 years. Oh, I know. It's it's yes. like that's that's just usual for Tool. Yeah. Like I mean, oh wow, we waited five years for a record. No, <laughs> I agree. That's I agree. Funny. Yeah. Wait, so so far the, so the the first two songs that we played, you guys don't think are pop punk. Yeah, I mean, I would I, I, I would I would let Paramore be in the the, the conversation. Yes. Okay, if Paramore, if that song's in the conversation, you, I mean, that is, it, Skater Boy is definitely pop punk for the for the two thousands. I just wish someone just tuned in right now and hear like these, the group of grown adults arguing over Skater I Boy. I love it. It's so awesome. It is. It is a, she, she totally belongs in pop punk. My, my, I, mean, I know Steve doesn't think so, no. but I mean, it's pop I, and it's punk. It's not punk. There's no punk to. Well, it's, it's, it's as much punk as Paramore. I, I, it's, it's a, I do. You're not wrong in that in that sounds, but like for some reason, certain bands are more willing to give a pass to than others, and and I just wow. will never give a pass to Avril Lavigne. Well, and I argue wow. that, and I also argue that at that point too, the, the lines back in the is Steve's arguing a point that back in the early 2000s when all this music came out, there was very different genres. Like Paramore was more emo, yes. whereas like Avril Lavigne was more pop, and so but now the lines are so blurred that it's kind of like Fair. we play all. All of it at emo. Here's night. what I would say, and this is my would, definition. If you played at Skater Boy, I'd leave. Oh, we play it every time. Well, then let me know when I'll oh. show up after. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. How, uh, here's what I would say. You, the idea for me, pop punk, is that it is a def, uh, a crunchy, punky sound, but it crossed over into pop and became a popular song. If yeah. it's not popular, I don't know why you could call it pop punk. Call it anything else, but it's got to be popular. It's got to have been in the top 100, right? I don't view though. Th- uh, there is no shades of punk in my eyes of what Avril Lavigne has ever done. She's just oh, a I, pop I, artist and that, that's, she could be, you could maybe argue pop rock. She's got slamming guitars, dude. Slamming Slam. guitars. Okay. <laughs> You're absolutely right. My bad. It's yeah. even, they, they, she yeah. even said that in the I, lyrics. Yeah, she did. And the so greatest you know. lyrics ever written. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I alright. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to number three. Again, these are the most uh, romantic pop love, pop punk love songs for <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah, my girlfriend. Now we're cooking with butter. There we go. I love this album. It's one of the. It's literally one of the best. This is before um, Travis Barker on drums. Yeah. This is when Blink One Eight Two had a different drummer, Scott. Yep. This is oh, on wow. Ranch. Yep. Which is always funny now. People are like, 
It's the original members of Blink-182 back together and touring. And it's like, no, actually, no, Travis was not the original drummer. Oops. They had a couple of records before him. Yeah. And, you know, it's a tough one because I don't know how far Josie went. It was pretty popular. Uh, did it, did it, so did it, did it go into the top, you know, whatever? Because I just wasn't following along with Billboard to know. It was popular in alternative radio. I wouldn't say it crossed over to being like... Um, They're it punk. It wasn't until the What's My Age Again where they became like, you know, yeah. uh, a pop stars. The next <laughs> album. Yeah. See, you know, it's so tough to know what punk is because, I mean, I'm, I'm old school with my punk. You know what I mean? Like this next one over here, uh, number four on the list. Uh-huh. These guys definitely, I think you could call punk. Uh, but then this is old school. But but so many people would argue that they were the yes they were punk rock but they were also the originators of the pop punk sound. But yeah, it's funny. I don't know how many of their songs really crossed over though to pop where they were super popular, like in the top 100. Oh, probably not many. That's that, that's why my brain doesn't understand what punk pop means. Because uh, that to me, that song right it there, means whatever you want it to mean, brah. That song is not, especially for the time, that was not pop sounding at all. That was it was definitely whatever punk or but rock. It I was, feel like it's a nod to them creating a sound that inspired the pop punk generation that i will give you yeah you know i think of generation x as a pop punk band uh and that's you know, billy, sure. I- billy idol's band oh, before absolutely. it was billy idol um but again though that was a thousand years ago <laughs> when that happened all right how about this one number five Wait, the pop ramones punk- one though was that was was that used in like a, a spider-man movie also or or Ooh, like, maybe wow. i you Ooh. may be right i don't know that i've never watched spider-man but that sounds right I feel like it I've been. never watched Spider Man, but that sounds right. Yeah, I have never heard a dumber thing out of any human I, being's <laughs> mind. <laughs> I guess it wasn't Spider Man. You're saying part. a lot because I say a lot of stupid things. <laughs> that might have been I, my, my brain is going to go. My brain quit today. <laughs> I guess it looks like it was on Spider Man Far From Home. Oh, oh that okay. was recent. So that I makes thought sense. I remembered it. Wow, yeah. how do you know that, Danny? Because I feel like you've talked about it before. Oh, not me. I don't. I didn't know that. Well, I feel like we, somebody said like you should watch that because there's Ramones in it. Well, like, guess what? You know what? None of us remember because well, it's how we do. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's but you know, fun. Danny remembered the one who never saw the movie. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, so to me, uh, this, this, uh, of course, this band belongs in there. Uh, you know, you knew it had to be in there, otherwise Danny would throw a fist. This is old school Green Day. This is like Kerplunk. Yeah. This is one of my favorite Green Day records. I love this song. And every they still play the song live, too. And it's like, oh. And this is also, I believe, with a different drummer before Trey Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I believe so. Because Trey Cool joined on. It's kind of funny how, like, parallel Blink-182 and Green Day were, in a sense. Like, they both had a, a, a following in the punk world or, like, mm-hmm. the poppier punk world, you know? And they were popular amongst those people. But then all of a sudden they added, like, this phenom of a drummer. Hell, Nirvana could even throw that in there, too, with yeah. Dave Grohl. Like they, they they found a drummer that really brought it all together. Not that their drummers before those guys were bad. They just didn't have that that monster sound that uh, Trey Cool brought to Green Day with, with Dookie, yep. their record Dookie. Which I well, you you guys, we all dis- you, you guys disagree with the number one on the list. I think it's a hundred percent belonging on there. Uh, but no doubt about it, Green Day has a sound. Uh, I all love Green Day because of the fact I totally I don't know if they've ever admitted it, but my favorite one of my favorite bands, which was definitely I thought a pop punk band, uh, definitely, but they, it was was uh, the Vapors. Which unfortunately, the only song anyone's ever heard by that band is Turning Japanese. But actually, their whole Nuclear Days album was great pop punk mm. and it just did none of the songs ever got popular in the states but it had that sound I think Green Day sounds so much like the Vapors 
uh, everything but turning Japanese. That Kerplunk record, it's mm. just so raw sounding, but there's so many great songs. Like the songwriting on there is awesome. And that song, if I remember correctly, is about his, still his wife. Yeah. And it was oh. written. Yeah, Adrian. It was written because Whoa. he met her. And then wrote about how she lives so far away. And if I remember the story is correct, like he was booking shows like in like Minnesota mm-hmm. just so that he could go hang out with her. And yep. that was like the whole love story about oh, those two. Like that's they, cool. He met her at a show. And then, of course, he's a Bay Area kid. And then she's like a Midwest or whatever kid. Yeah. And he was writing songs about how he's so far away from her. So great. Oh, that is really cool. It's that's a true a love story. That's a true love but song. But they're not right together there. anymore? No, no they, they are. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how cool is that you have this time capsule of when you Whoa. first a song about the person when they first met and they're still together. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. They married. They've no, that's not right. Never mind. I was gonna say they gave me his age. I put years married, and I was like, he's been married for fifty three years. No, he's fifty three years old. Yeah. Damn, he started young. Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, those are your top five pop punk love songs. Of all time. Top four. I mean, that's yeah. move number one. I, uh, I didn't want to talk. Doesn't count. Uh, trash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why "Dancing with Myself" isn't on there. It's a love song to yourself because you're by yourself. <laughs> that should be on there. Well, then "Longview" by Green Day should that be should on be there because that's okay. about making love to yourself. There you go. That's all you need. Okay. You, I, you know what? I'm sure maybe tomorrow we have a list of all the the best songs about making love to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I can name. You got Longview. Oh, okay. Yep. You go. got. With turning Japanese, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Epic by Faith No More. Ooh, yeah. Um, uh, the vinyls. I touch myself. Oh, that's a good one. We got four already, boys. Wow. Yeah. We should put out this list. Yeah. We, <laughs> we did it. We need one more song about self discovery, Vicky. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, uh, Cool Jerk. Well, that's it. That song's been covered by so many people, but that's exactly what it at number one. That's number one. <laughs> it's a no brainer. Yeah, I mean, the, the Go Go's, who I think were the last band that we know of that made a, like a hit out of it, but it's, it's been. When you think about it, that song came out in the 50s, and nobody ever, like, I, I can't believe it got on the charts, and nobody ever said, hey, what are you guys singing about? Because everybody knew it was about basically what we're talking about. And it's it was covered by so many bands. Thinking of pop, pop punk, the Buzzcocks, Orgasmatic. <laughs> it's just a great name, the Buzzcocks. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Throw them in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if we want to cross genres and go into the world of like you know hip hop and stuff, Nicki Minaj, Feeling Myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's the, it's the top. You know, the top whatever. Take care of business. Songs about self love. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, who? Where did the creator of uh, pop punk Avril Lavigne ever write a song about that, BJ? Yeah, I don't know. She's written a lot of songs about "Don't Bother Me," "I Should Be Your Girlfriend." Yeah, see, even she doesn't love herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that. Britney Spears even did one. "Touch of My Hand." Oh, <laughs> damn, Britney! <laughs> she almost made Steve spit out his coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the creepy guy I've now? That's nothing. I'm just thinking about her ridiculous Instagram page that just got me going. Yeah. <laughs> Touch of my hand. That's Touch uh, my hand. Yeah, good old Britney. Touch my hand. Britney. Let her live. Let her live the way she wants. Darling Nikki, according to someone, uh, the, according to this list, is about making love to yourself. Really? I did not know that. Oh yeah, there's a part where she is doing something with a magazine, I guess. And uh, uh, yeah. I will say this: I mean, David Fenton from the Vapors says that turning Japanese is not about self love, and it was us Americans. I guess we're the we're the country that started that. Like Britain and everybody else, never ever ever made that connection to that song. We started it here in America. And he said, "Here's the sad thing: what it is about." Has turned out to be really very inappropriate, but he was basically just saying, "I feel like a Japanese tourist 
because I want so many pictures of you. Oh. And people, for some reason, Just thought... when you something else. Yeah, he, that's why he said, I'm turning Japanese. Now, of course, in today's day and age, everybody's taking pictures, so it's really very inappropriate just to say, oh, it's only Japanese folks that actually like to take pictures. That's why I don't even... He doesn't even want to talk about it anymore. He's like, either way, the song is not... Ex- I don't want to talk about it anymore. How, how about any other song How about that's his done? biggest hit, and he has to have that moment? I know. Yeah, and I don't even know if people are going to be able to even play it anymore because it's just one of those songs where you go, ah, you know what, it would, never mind. Uh, there's a waitress that's going viral for what she does to customers if they don't tip her. And you're going to hear from her at 817 on The Rock. DJ and Mix mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. A restaurant server named Sheena, who, by the way, may or may not be a punk rocker. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? We just talked about punk love songs. We did. We spent a lot of time talking about pop punk love songs yeah. for Valentine's Day. Yeah, so uh, this restaurant server named Sheena has gone viral on TikTok after she posted a video describing what she will do to get revenge against certain customers. And to preface it, because we're bad, we have the audio. This has pissed off so many people that she's deleted the video, and also it looks like she might have even deleted her entire TikTok page. Oh, oh wow. Because of what she said. Okay. Oh, that's unfortunate because uh, this this is epic. Uh, do, we, do we have at least this up on the BJ Migs page? No, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, at least we have audio for you to hear. Here's what she does. Again, she's a restaurant server who, uh, this is what she does to get revenge against certain customers that do not tip. If you sit in my section and you get A1 service and you don't tip me, but you leave behind some of your personal belongings, guess what? Those belongings are going to turn into trash so quick. It's like magic. Just based on her voice alone. Yeah, she yeah. does and not the pictures sound. I'm looking at. I am I'm willing yeah. to put money down that you never get A1 service from yeah. Sheena. Right. She just looks like a miserable and sounds like a miserable human being. And at that point, just don't forget your stuff and you're good. Yeah. 
What came but like chicken or the egg? Was she a miserable human being before she started not getting tips and working in a business where she gets treated like crap? Or do you think she had the crappy attitude at, uh, from the start? All of the above. Oh, there we go. I uh, feel like she probably was already kind of a miserable person, and it made her more miserable. Yeah. I can testify that, yes, I am a miserable person. And when I worked in retail, boy, did I get more miserable. Have you ever been at a restaurant where you, you're around like a server and you just want to, like, you know, of course, I wouldn't say it. But in my head, I'm thinking, I know that it's tough to find a job, but... Maybe this job isn't meant for you. Oh, like, you know what? Like, there's there's other places that you can work because it's it's clear you hate this job and it and you're never going to get a good tip because of that. Yep. So it happened this past weekend to you. Yeah, we went to a restaurant and you could just tell because we, we sat in the bar because we were like, oh, we'll get faster service in the bar. That was a mistake. <laughs> and the 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 server just she came over and just did not really even say hi to us. Mm-hmm. Wasn't refilling our glasses. Hardly talked. Yeah. And it was just like. What do you guys want? And we like told her our order, and then they brought one order out. She clearly didn't put in both of our orders, and she comes back and she's like, "This looks wrong." And it's like, "Yes, you did, oh, yeah. yeah." And we we spent like a good you know hour and a half there waiting for our food, and didn't try to make anything up for it. Didn't you know? It's just like, all right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I've had that happen, too, where it's like yeah. they, they bring everything except for, like, one thing, and you just look at them, and you're just like, you forgot this, and then they're just like, oh. And eventually they bring you, like, not expecting something for free, but you could at least say, hey, we're really sorry we knocked off a couple of the drinks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. She even came in, when she brought when she brought the second entree, she was like, if this is if this is overcooked, it's just been sitting there for a while, so just oh, let me know and we can remake it. Whoa. And I was like, you know, at wow. this point. I just want my food. Yeah, I'm just going to eat and we're yeah. going to get out I might here. just eat the napkin. Yeah. Here is, a, here is a sad truth that I learned a long time ago is that companies have realized that it's a lot easier to not have good customer service because then they can employ anyone. Mm. They don't have to, you know, like they, it doesn't matter who they hire. If they set the bar so low that you know that when I go into any retail establishment or food establishment, I know I'm not going to get good service. It doesn't, then they go, this is perfect. It's so easy. We can hire whoever we want. This happened to me in my job, not here, but I, Used to go out on sales calls at a previous job that I had, and I went out on one. And it was great. We got the sale. I didn't do anything but just been, you know, like I've been a nice guy. Just be your charming self. Just charming. Uh, and then they never called me again. So I went to the sales manager and I said, uh, do we do any more of these? What's happening? Because, look, I, I realized, look, if I can help make sales for the company, this is good for me. The sales manager looked at me and said, yeah, we're not going to take you out anymore. And I'm like, why? He said, you set an unfair expectation for the rest of the air personalities at, the, at this company we're working at. How dare you? And so he's like, I can't. I take out you know, personality B, C, or D. They're not as good as you. It makes us look bad. So he wanted everybody to be like the worst person person that they ever and now you know there are companies now that don't even take us out anymore mm. and i'm like it's it's because again the bar is so low that if you're really good at your job they don't want you to be because they can't replace oh, that dude though if i owned a restaurant and, I, and that's my server and i saw that tiktok i'd fire her well, yeah, yeah you don't want yeah, her to be that out. bad you want her to be mediocre oh no i, <laughs> I mean, you're, I I mean that's what you want you want mediocrity i want a1 service like that lady's like maybe like D nine service. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I would. But that's what's what the you, worst possible service. But you get what you pay for. That's who they pay I to know. get. That's sad. Yeah, yeah, it's, it ssucks. But 
You know, I mean, that's where we are right now when it comes to retail, which is so unbelievable to me because you can make so many more sales, but they don't care. I think that they make enough sales that they mm-hmm. go, oh, we're fine. We, but we we don't care if you like us. If I'm her and like you, you have that attitude, I'd be thinking, well, maybe I'm not getting a good tip because maybe I'm not A1. You know yeah. what I mean? I guess that takes a little self-reflection on her part and she doesn't look like Ooh. the type of person that wants to reflect on who deep. she is. That's some deepness. But seriously, like she sucks. Yeah. <laughs> She's throwing away people's yeah. personal belongings because they didn't tip her well enough. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, that's life is life. If you don't if you don't treat people well, you can't expect them to treat you well, can you? See, I, I never yeah. understood that, though. Like when I was a server and I could tell customers they're either going to be jerks to me or not tip me, I would just kill them with kindness. So that way, if they walked away, I would look like regardless, I would still look good. And there were times where people would leave behind their personal belongings, jackets, you know, keys, sometimes even their leftover foods. And I would run down the street to catch up to that. Like, and that, was there ever when you knew you got no tip? Did that ever happen where you well, got no tip? I was no pretty tip? awesome, so I always got tip. Oh, no. well, there you go. <laughs> Pardon but, us. But, to go. But, she but was he, the rock of servers. Yeah. Yes. Humble brag. Right. No, but even if they didn't leave me in a, a stellar tip, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to, even if they don't feel bad, I'm going to feel good that so I did never, my part. Let me just say this. You never got no tip then? Uh, only if the people were, you know, already... I had some people that you could tell only went out to get some stuff and didn't really have a whole lot of money and were trying to skip out on the bill. Um, Those are like the few times where I wouldn't get tipped. Or see, like, this oh, is, sorry, I have kids. I'm not going to tip you. Here's what I'm you. saying. All of us, this is never going to happen to us with this girl. I know we want to jump all over her and say she's a jerk. She's only doing this to no tippers, which I would have to say, what percentage of people are no tippers? Oh, I think there's a lot of people that don't Really? Because, I mean, everybody yeah, I know. low or bad tippers. Yeah. Everybody I know at least tips whatever, 15%, even though I you should go 18 but. You know, I mean, I, but everybody does something that I know I of. I don't know any no tippers in my life. I tip well because I'm bad at math. <laughs> so I always go higher. <laughs> oh, you know, like, are you sure? Because what if you're so bad at math you don't even know if you're tipping well? Oh, I'm very aware because then I, you know, sometimes I'll do it and I'll be like, all right, that's probably like, like a good 20 And then I look down below and they have like the little breakdown. And it's like, oh, I just oh, get 25%. So you, oh, math. look at you, 25 And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to scratch it out. That's, what's, what's the extra $2 or whatever it is? Oh, on the flip side, I will say that have you ever had a server that like you think they're going to be miserable and give you terrible service, but then you're just nice as a customer and it almost turns them around yeah. like they're just oh, expecting yeah. you to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen a lot recently where it's like, yeah, they, you come in and they, you know, you can tell they're backed up. You can tell there's only like one cook or something and they're going kind of slow. But if you're nice and respectful, they all of a sudden are like, hey, you know what? Thank you. Like I, I bet a lot of these servers, they see someone walk in and whether it's right or wrong, they typecast you. Immediately. Oh, I can see you, you a certain way. Like, yeah, they look at me. I'm RBF. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, so they but then could, they see yeah. your fancy socks. Like, oh, you know, what? he probably isn't all that bad. Uh, yeah. dude, a server does appreciate a good sock. Yeah, <laughs> you got capes on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that true, Vicky? Because I mean, like, I'd imagine you, like, someone would think, walk Vicky, in. Look at these socks. Would you oh be happy God, if you saw Mister Spock socks? You have so, Spock on your socks. I may or may not have found those for your kids to get you for Christmas. Yeah, baby. Oh, of course you did. I found them for you. That is fantastic. So Vicky's the reason why I got my Spock socks. Yes, you did. Like whether it's right or wrong, obviously, but like someone walks in, like, oh, this person looks like they're gonna be a terrible tipper uh, there are sometimes but uh, i had one where they're like i came in here the last two times and the service and the food was horrible and i went there and i gave i laid it on thick like what can i get you hey like i read their Why vibe are you back that's the first thing I would ask. If, if you went to a place know, twice, right. the food is so good. Why are you back? Point. I it's, see that on like Yelp reviews, and I always laugh about that. I'm like, why are you keep? Like, at some point, you're the idiot. <laughs> 
I mean, I, good, good on you, Vicky, that oh, you'd yeah. be nice to them, of course. I was, I went over the top nice. I'm like, but well, yeah, the service was good, but yeah, the food's not that great. I'm like, it's a greasy spoon. What Go do you expect? somewhere else. Literally, you have a phone. If you type in restaurant and just hit that little that little locator thing, mm-hmm. you'll just see these all these stars all around you, all these different things all around you. Well, you do not have to go to the same place to get bad service. I've been the idiot though at times. Like I'll, I'll we get like takeout, and I, every time they screw it up, and it was like the fourth time, and I was like, I should just. I was about to like call and be like, you know, this is the fourth time you screwed up my order, and, and I thought. Why am I still ordering from that question? <laughs> like, if they keep screwing up the order, maybe I should just go to a different like Thai restaurant than the one I've been going to. Yeah, that's my dad. You cr- you cross him once. He's a nice guy, but you cross him once. He's done with you forever. I know. I get no candy from him. No, you crossed him. Yeah, because I crossed him. Said I don't like I the get sour fruit stuff. snacks for life. I yes. know fruit snacks are trash, and, and he didn't like my that. Man. Yeah, I believe Juan now and I are we're, we're mortal enemies because of this. I know. Why couldn't you appreciate the fruit yeah. snacks? And it's all about JFL. By the way, Juan we determined. <laughs> We've, we've determined. <laughs> and RBF is resting bitch face. If people yes. were wondering what, what an RBF is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Resting, resting biatch face. Uh, literally to the point where I now, when I'm out in public, I force myself to smile in my brain because that way people always, because people say, I saw BJ, but he looked like he was in a real bad mood and I didn't yeah. want to approach him. And now you have an RSKF. <laughs> what is resting that? serial killer face. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Forcing a smile. I just look on. at someone. Can we just hold on a second? Thank there you. There you go. I thought it was good. Oh, I know you did. You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hold, on. Hold, on. hold on a second. That was good. <laughs> Listen, I hate to say this, but you know, Steve needs to strive for a better audience than Danny V. Can uh, I just say that? I disagree. I, I, I know you, you do because yeah. you like the cheap laugh. And let me tell you, he is the most inexpensive laugh you could ever ask for. Man, yeah, I have bills to pay. I can't be spending a lot of money on these laughs. Yeah, like, yeah of course I'm going yeah. for the cheap laugh. Well, you got yeah. the cheapest right there. There you go. Congratulations to you and good luck. All right, today's Valentine's Day. No, it's not. Right. I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> Thank I you believe for being you. so sweet. Yeah, we uh, yeah, lots of love to you. <laughs> uh, we talked about the top pop love songs earlier in the show. Pop, pop, pop punk. Get it right. Oh yeah, pop punk. Yes. And now uh, Billboard said, "Hey, guess what? What about the top love songs of all time? Because you guys weren't fighting enough. We we were only right. fought over Avril Lavigne being the top pop punk love song, Skater Boy. Right. Uh, which I hundred percent agree. Avril Lavigne is a goddess. Oh well, yeah, because of the the. the Prime lyrics that she puts out. You guys can make fun of all the lyrics you want. Okay, I mean, you, all you we have. Doing, you say what you want. <laughs> I will put those lyrics up against any songs you happen to like. Mm. First of all, I know both of you don't really know lyrics of songs, so you could be embarrassed when you go. Here's a song that I d- dig. I've been singing "Come on, Ride the Train" with Tatum because she loves that song, and I realized what the song was about. I'm like, maybe this isn't the best song to be singing. Okay, year old. Really? Uh, yeah. That didn't occur to you? No, I thought about Choo Choo. Okay. Come on, ride the chain, the uh, choo-choo. You know what, Danny? I would like to take your idiot status away, <laughs> and I would like to award it to somebody else. I think, uh, you know what? I think I was premature with my idiocy award. Boy, buddy's uh, Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, you know, anybody, uh, if there's a song about anything that sounds sexual, it probably is. That does not sound sexual. That come on, ride the train. Yeah, choo choo train. Yeah, you guys are high. Ride the train. Hey, ride it. I mean, come on. Even Vicky's not getting your back on this one. I can. I think I can. I say. (laughs) Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that. That that, that spirited rendition (laughs) of a song that you're singing with your daughter, which uh, you know again we'll call the authorities. Mm. Don't knock it until you ride it. So all of you girls, you know, I'm calling your name. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What part of this? And Tanya want to ride this train. Are you singing all of those lyrics to your kid? Yeah. That is delightful. You're you're the reason why maybe we should have parent licenses. I'm just all I'm saying. You know, there should have to be a test or something.
Well, she thinks the song is awesome, too. Does she? Yes. Uh-oh. She doesn't know the words. It's, well, that's not good. Choo-choo. Does mom know that you guys have this song? Oh, yeah. She's very well aware. And that's when she started questioning what I was doing. That's <laughs> you know why? Because mom's got a brain in her head, unlike her father. Uh, and poor Tatum is too young to have a clue. She just like, if it's a catchy, she'll sing it. You might want to stick to Bluey and Peppa Pig. Yeah, that's why we just uh, listen. Right now course. we're listening to Jingle Bells a lot. I feel very safe about that. <laughs> uh, well, that's very sexual. You know, back in the 40s. <laughs> so anyway, we got a Billboard's list of the top love songs of all time. Uh, basically what they did is they took all the songs with the word love in the title from the history of the Hot 100 okay. and ranked them by performance. I, I'm feeling very confident that I'll probably hate most of these songs. Oh, I agree. I'm not a love song kind of guy. I'll be surprised if you guys know some of these songs because okay. some of them are classics. You know, not, not much of you, but maybe Vicky and Danny and Joey D's. Uh, here's the number one love song of all time. I know Lionel Richie's on this. Oh, I hate this song. The only reason I know this song. Happy Gilmore. I was going to say episode of Friends. Uh, oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> Is it Diana Ross? Yeah. Yes. And Lionel Richie. Yes. Um, you know what's trippy? I had no idea this was the case, and it's only because I just watched a movie recently. Speaking of Diana Ross, you know the show Blackish, right? Yeah. So I didn't know that was her daughter. Yeah. Her daughter, who is the wife on Blackish, is Tracy Ellis Ross. That no is idea. Diana Ross's kid. Yeah, I had no idea. Had no clue. We used to watch that show religiously. Yeah, that's her kid. You know, they talk about Nepo babies, and of course, that's not a positive term. But I mean, so many people you watch in movies and TV, sometimes you may not know who, that they're the, the child of a famous celebrity. I would have never even questioned it. I just, uh, yeah, I, just I saw I, she's, a, she's a great character on the show. Well, she also did a movie where she was a singer, and so somebody told me to watch this movie, uh, High Note, I think it's called, and uh, Dakota Fanning's in it as well. And he goes, Yeah, Diana Ross's kid is in it. And I'm like, Oh, okay, I'll watch that. And then all of a sudden, there's Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm like, Wait a minute, what? And turns out, yeah, she's, and of course, her last name is Ross. So at some point, I probably should have figured it out. What's well, a uh, common last name. It's not like a, 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 like a very unique last name. Yeah. See, we don't have a, you, know, you don't stand a chance. I, I mean, mean, you don't stand a chance. You're a kid said, oh, born from that DNA? Come on. Bob you. Ross's kid for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> well, all right. Very possible. Still, let's, you know what? You know that she, she, she accomplished great things either way. I hope I never hear that song again, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, it's not my it's favorite. It's not my thing. The only reason I like it, again, Happy Gilmore. They, they, yeah. they, they, where they go ice skating and they sing it. And that's they, Or they play it. And it's like, oh, that was, that's the only reason I know. I've never listened to the whole song, though. Because then there's some comedic thing to it. Yeah. yeah. Diana Ross, Lionel Richie. That was back in 1981. Here's the number two love song, according to Billboard, of all time. I'm actually, I'm actually in for this one. Boys to Men. Yeah. All right, fair enough. See, I, when I think of Boys to Men, I think of MTV and being so excited, like, oh, they're going to play a Guns N' Roses or a Metallica song, and then all of a sudden it's a Boys to Men or Bell Biv DeVoe, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back in five minutes. Hopefully you play a song I like. I love those outfits they wore. You know, basically the uh, you know the shirts open with the t-shirts, yeah. the shorts. Oh yeah, that's I'll, like on everybody's boom boom list yeah. though. And that those song. guys were like, I mean, they were next level stars oh, yeah. at yeah. that time. Has anybody? Has any one of them singularly gone on their own that I don't know? Or because you know sometimes somebody graduates and becomes a Justin, a Justin uh, Timberlake. Timberlake or somebody, yeah, or or a Beyonce. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I think yeah. they're still touring. Joe, I think they're still a band. Joe Coy brought one of them out for when he was here at uh, oh, the. Oh, that's cool. And he sang. A, he performed. Does a song. the guy live here? I think so. 
Oh, we have, a, sure we have one of the boys yeah. that went to men that they're here. One of the men are here? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We wow. should get the guy to come on the show and sing for us because that's what he wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he wants to do early in the morning is wake up and sing to a bunch of dorks that don't even like his band. Yeah. All right, the number three song, it is a classic, and uh, yeah, it deserves to be on the list. Happy for these guys. Let's go, PGs. Oh, I don't have this one. Oh, man. Wow, really? Oh, this is, uh, well, I, I mean, it's 1977. Of course you have it. I have a very unhealthy obsession with the Bee Gees. <laughs> Do you? Like the non-disco Bee Gees. I get really fired up about the, it. Or the Bee Gees. <laughs> the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees were those <laughs> we, we were a band. We tried it. We just it didn't work. Yeah. I remember one of our slumber parties with D. Ted Smith. I, we, we, we always end up just not even... We leave a bar and we go back to his place and we watch YouTube videos. And I went on a massive kick of playing Bee Gees songs for him. And he was just like, this is the Bee Gees? I'm like, yes, there's more to them than just disco. Yeah, and the Bee Gees, Bee Gees had a good-looking dude, a balding dude, and then a guy that looked like he could be in a carnival. Jeez. Mm. It's true. I mean, that's what we used to always say about those three guys. You really, you were just like, if they were like, if they were groupies, mm-hmm. which one did you get? Everybody was hoping for the good-looking. I think Barry was the good-looking one. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I mean, you had Carnival Barker, Bee Gees, whatever his name was. You had your trickle-down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, okay, you know what? You're not that hot. It's like... Go to the bald BG. The, ball, the balding BG is like, all right, you're the balding version of a decent-looking guy. And then you go, okay, and here is the here's the, 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 the Tyrion Lannister of the, of the whole Ouch. group. Yeah, so sorry about that. Uh, all right, here's number four on the list. Hey, Super Bowl girl. Yeah. She did this song. Yeah, this is one of the songs that yeah. I was like, oh, I do dude. know more Rihanna songs. I love this video because it's like her being all hot. She's making out with a dude in a car. And then all of a sudden, because she does this with this Calvin Harris EDM guy, yeah. then the drugs kick in. Oh. Oh, right here. This is the drug yeah. kicking part. Her eyes are going crazy. Oh, yeah. They're all in the mud. Yeah. They're wiggling. <laughs> I think this was before she was pregnant. This yes. is how she got pregnant. Oh, this is how she got pregnant. <laughs> you know what somebody post up, posted up there, which I hadn't even thought of, is somebody said, I really love Rihanna's performance because it was like she was in Super Mario World. Yeah. Because she was up and down and all those things. Yeah, I, I, saw, totally, I totally was like, oh, yeah. I saw a lot of memes making that joke, and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, 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 that is good. I also saw that the ratings for the halftime show were more than the actual ratings for the game. That's amazing. Oh, wow. And yet I've seen so many people really rip it apart. And I thought, look, wow. it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't horrible. I thought it was just fine. Yeah. I, mean, what, I don't know what the hell you're expecting. It's a performance. And she's a pregnant lady. I mean, that's the other thing. Though I do say it's tough when you've got dancers that are basically just jumping everywhere, doing everything. And you're like, I'm just going to tap my toe. <laughs> but that's that's if, what it kind of looked like. Is like, okay, Rihanna's like, look, I, I got a baby in here. I got to be careful. Yeah. If I was a pop star, that's what I would do, too. I'm like, I'm not doing any of that dancing crap. You oh, all dance around me. I'm yeah. just going to be the, the pregnant lady in the front was Rih- was rihanna ever uh, like a dancer like those guys or i think she would like move along and yeah. would like do some of the choreo like some of these pop stars they do like m- the minute like they kind of like jump in for parts of the choreographed routine but they don't do the entire dance routine because they'd be out of breath yeah well it, i don't know if it matters because i mean apparently she wasn't singing anyway that was great yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people were upset with. But yeah, what do you, there was even one point where she just decided, I'm not, I don't care if you know I'm not singing. She wasn't, she didn't do anything no. and, the, and the music was still playing and she was still singing and she's just like this. I'm like, okay. So she's like, look, lip sync, you know what's happening. Those are my favorite moments when someone's lip syncing. They're just like, I don't care. You know I'm not really singing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to take a swig of water. And just to show you at number five, wow, this one I'm surprised. We'll see if you guys think this belongs here. 
McCartney, right? Yes, yeah, sir, and Wings. Yeah, it's not the Beatles, that's for sure. Yeah, I have no idea. See, this is that sort of disco-y, but getting into sort of new wave-ish sound with, the, like, with some of the synthesizer stuff. I'm not a Wings fan, but I don't hate this song. And you know well, what it is? You just professed your love for the Bee Gees, so I understand yeah. why you kind of love the song. There, I do like this kind of. It's that damn bass line. It's so bouncy. I love it. Yeah, he's such a good bassist. I don't think he gets the. the, the I mean, everyone talks about his songwriting and his singing and all that, but like you forget how really interesting of a bass player he was. Yeah, you know what? You, that, the, the fact that you brought that up, Steve, it's not. I never think of him like that. If you listen to that song and just zone in yeah, on the, the bass, bass line, is I don't good. know if we could like, play that just the beginning. Like The, the bass is just so cool. Danny's not going to do it. He's on strike. Yeah, I am good. All right, fine. 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 Really? You're not going to play that? You're not going to play Slay Love Song so we can hear the bass line? No. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> okay, happy Valentine's Day, Mike Durant doing it on Green Oh, then, of course. In. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, well, all right, Danny's not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> well, Watch yesterday, it. Steve. I'm, I'm insulted. Yeah. Yesterday, Steve did get this one wrong. Beginning with the letter E, what is Cinderella's real name? Eve. No. Edie. No. Elizabeth. No. What game platform? Eleanor. No. Ooh, you were close. It is Ella. Just forget the nor. no nor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and Vicky gave us the whole history of Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah, because she was all ashy because she was sweeping all the cinders and all, you know, doing all the grunt work. So the ashes were all over and they called her Cinderella. No? No, yes, yes. What's the matter? What's happening? Oh, nothing. That's, that's funny. And Vicky shared us some good information. Always. Well, I got to give credit where his credit's due. You know, otherwise I take credit. Which I should have, actually. You're right. What am I doing? <laughs> Never mind. Vicky did tell me that story. Sometimes you do give him good info. Yay, Sometimes. Don't get her thinking that she knows her. You want a shot at beating Steve 206-803-ROCK. We're playing Beatmates. We'll do that at 847 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. Here's a question from a listener. Uh, My house is currently in foreclosure. I've stopped making payments. What can I do to save my house? If you're already in foreclosure behind on your mortgage, you can stop the foreclosure by filing a bankruptcy. There's different types of bankruptcy. Chapter 13 can help you catch up on your house payments if you're behind. It would mean that you'd have to start making your house payments again and catch up on the amount that you're behind over five years. You could also take off or strip off your second mortgage, which would help you to reduce your housing payment every month, especially once you're done with the plan and done catching up on your first mortgage. We could also try to buy you some time in the more in the in by filing a Chapter 13 case. Filing a Chapter 13 would definitely stop your foreclosure. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. And thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 